Welcome to Wizard Team, a Harry Potter cast for true Potterheads. Each week we discuss a chapter from the series with all of our knowledge of the wizarding world. Be warned, this is a spoiler-heavy podcast. I'm Bayana. And I'm Robin. We're really excited to go through these chapters and discuss all of our thoughts and feelings about the book. Today we're discussing chapter 26 of Harry Potter and the Deathly Hollows Green Gods. I'm like literally cheesing. I'm so excited. Yes. <laughs> Finally, some exciting dragon content. My oh, goodness. Oh, man. I don't really know, but I kind of know because context is on Twitter. So. <laughs> Girl. So I've never been bored watching a dragon burn shit down. I just want to <laughs> let you know until... Sunday white night. men look at what white men and i do. was and i like wow it was crazy it was happening and i was like wow i am not excited <laughs> i was just i was like this is an odd feeling i'm just like okay great fire awesome <laughs> all right you ruined dragons can we, can for we, me can we it's, move it along i was just like i was like how long do we have to do this or can we can we just like speed this up get to the get to what's really going on and they didn't even really have nothing going on it was crazy um (laughs) we have some announcements and reminders we want this podcast to be interactive and want to know your thoughts so please feel free to tweet along with us use the hashtag wizard team on twitter to join the conversation love our blog love wizard team have a few extra galleons lying around donate to black girls create you can become a patronus or send us a cheering charm at blackgirlscreate.org slash donate um, and we have Wizard Team merch, so you can head over to our website to step up your nerd, fashion, and stationary game. And if you want to support us but don't have the funds to do so, rate and review us on iTunes. Also, subscribe to Black Witches Weekly, our newsletter curated by Wizard Bay Deborah, with nerd news and links to what's been going on. So if you want to be in the know, be sure to subscribe. You can do that at blackgirlscreate.org. And now for Wizard <laughs> Um, we will be at LaVielsaCon in June from the 27th to the 30th in Los Angeles. So check us out. Tickets are still available. You can get day passes. Um, trying to figure out what day our live wizard team will be. I believe it's going to be on a Saturday, but don't quote me on that. Um, so that we can let you know if you just want to come and support your girls for a day. Um, tickets are on sale at LaVielsaCon2019.com. So, um, you know, if you're around, come talk Potter things with your Potter friends. Um, yeah. Yeah. This Friday is our anniversary. We are four years old. Four years old. It's wow. crazy. Crazy. Wild. Wow. We're out here. Us very strange but like really cool I'm like excited about it I know this is the longest gig I've ever had (laughs) (laughs) yes Um, not true but kind of true Um, yes but as a celebration of our four year anniversary we're asking that you take our survey you might have seen some gifts at you on the twitters Um, gotta tweet some more yeah you're not as, I mean, I know family stuff, but like. Yeah, that's really what it's been. I've been looking up. I've been like, oh, snap, I didn't tweet today. And then I'm like, but it's late because like, woo, this whole weekend was a blur. Yeah. Um, but yes, I will be on it this week. But you uh, have until the end of the month. Just like take the survey. You just know? take the survey. Like, We've been talking. Be procrastinator. Been, you have been tweeting it out. So, right. you know. We'll just We've been talking about it on Wizard Team. Yeah. Sharing We've links in Slack and on Slack, Facebook. On Facebook. Just like, take the survey, yeah. guys. What is wrong with you? What you waiting for? We just, you know, it helps us. We're, we be thinking about like, oh, what kind of content should we do next? Or what, 
you know, I'm really interested in, you know, um, the re- the relationship between Miles Morales and Kamala Khan, and you know, maybe you are too. Maybe Marvel is a thing that you like. Maybe you would like to see Miles Morales in the MCU, and you're wondering how the Spider-Man um, Far From Home trailer can can act as an entrance of Miles into the MCU. Are you thinking about those things? I'm thinking about those things. Maybe we can make content. About those things. About those perhaps, things. Perhaps. Perhaps. And also, in celebration, if you haven't already, we are still doing our 4 for 4 um, campaign for our anniversary. So, like, shoot us $4 or a multiple of $4. Yeah. $40, $400, $4,000. $44. $44. You know? like even $88. I was gonna say twenty is even, you know, like the, you know, just do some multiplication. You got it. Um, and then, um, yeah, as of right now, it seems like because we'll also be, we'll, you know, we'll do like big, like real announcement, like soon, soon. But like, we're also gonna be going to Mysticon in New York, so like, it might potentially be able to pay for Robin and I to like get there, you know, Ooh. and back. Please, because... You know what I'm saying? Like, round-trip tickets. Your girl is broke, you know? It, it would be really <laughs> helpful to, like, be able to, like, fund a con all the way out right? of DGC. That would be lit. Wow. That would be crazy. Wow. The growth, you know? You know? Um, But, you know, obviously, only do it if you can. If you can't, that's fine. Just shout us out. Share. You know, listen. All the things also, that we y'all have, have been doing. We've, we've got contributors, you know, and we like to pay them. That, you know, and, is super important. You know, like, the more you give, the more people we can give to. Yeah, and the more we can give. Like, we've now recently, you know, I don't know if, if y'all have looked at our website recently, but we've, like, been able to up how much we pay contributors. Not by, like, a lot, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's still, like... You know, we used to pay pennies, now we pay quarters. But we, we're trying. We're, we're trying. out here, you know? So, like, those those are the things that your contributions go to. Um, cool. Moving on. Magical birthdays. Today, Wednesday, is none other than the head of Hufflepuff House, Professor Pomona Sprout's birthday. Woo, she out here. She teaching the children. She teaching the youth. She has not poisoned any of them, to my Man, knowledge. not on purpose. She, not on purpose. She has not threatened any of them with bodily harm. She has not um, proclaimed her fealty to a dark lord and a wizard Nazi. Mm-hmm. She has been open and kind. And Talk. smart and important. Smart and important. <laughs> yep, sure. You know, Sorry. just being a, you know, just being there for the youths. For just, the youths. You know. Yeah, indeed. You know. We stand. Believing the children are our future. Teaching them well and letting them lead the way. Indeed. Indeed. Um, cool. Previously on Wizard Team. Uh, so much Harry's, So much. Harry spends a lot of time gazing off of the cliff into the ocean and feeling peaceful. Um, but also, like, really struggling with whether or not he made the right decision, choosing Horcruxes over Hallows. Um, Spoiler alert, he did. He did. Wow, crazy. Um, and then they're trying to, so they're trying to um, come up with a plan to break into Gringotts with Griphook, who has decided that he will help them on the condition that they give him the Sword of Gryffindor as payment, which is for awkward. For getting them into Gringotts. For getting them into Gringotts, specifically. 
Um, which is awkward given that they didn't, you know, notice that they, he said nothing about getting them out. And also they have to use the sword of Gryffindor to destroy the Horcrux. So, you know, they're going to try to do some skullduggery. I think that's what it's called in the next chapter, actually. Um, to like get around it, but you know, will it work? We'll find out. Next time um, Dragon Ball Z. Mm-hmm. Did I do that right? You did. Cool. It's funny because I don't even watch Dragon Ball Z, but like I know that part. <laughs> <laughs> I know it from the Slack. Yes. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> um, and then, uh, oh, Remus and Tonks had their baby. Teddy. They will be delightful. The Slack lost all chill. The slack did lose chill. Made Lots me of feels. cry, ugly Lots tears. Lots of feels in the chill. That did, or feel, feels in the chat. Ugh. Yes. Um, so now Remus is a hashtag dad and a dad. That's great. It's awesome. Um, Bill warns Harry about, like, you know, trying to double cross goblins. And he's but like, the only thing. in a very, thing... very racist way? Uh, not very. I'd say lightly. <laughs> <laughs> necessarily bear not the one is necessarily better but Racist like zero you know <laughs> <laughs> he sprinkled it in a little bit um and so then he says that you know the only thing more uh the only thing more dangerous than breaking into green gots is crossing a goblin. double crossing a goblin and harry's like ha ha, ha. that's funny and then who would have like who, who, who would have thought that I was gonna try to do both of those things at the same right. time? At the same time, same time, wild, same time. <laughs> wild. And then he was like, "Wow, I'm gonna, I'm just following in Sirius's footsteps. What a time! What a time!" Because he's also and now he's and a Sirius is like in his grave, but he's not like, a grave because he didn't have a body. Being like yikes. Sam, but I wasn't an actual criminal though. I was falsely well, accused. You no. were being an actual criminal. No, it's not necessarily true. What? I mean, yes, he's being a criminal, but like, you know, what was that? I really hate that I'm about to do this. What, what was that, that thing Martin Luther King Jr. said about um, <laughs> what did Harriet Tubman going say? against unjust laws, you what know? Did, what did Harriet Tubman say? <laughs> to freedom. <laughs> what did Malcolm X say? That thing? Yeah, I that felt bad that I was about to say that <laughs> in relation to Harry Potter breaking into a bank. Yikes. Uh. <laughs> It was like it just, you know. It, I mean, you know. I'm what sorry. Are you gonna do? I am sorry about it. You, if pull, that helps. you pull from what you know. <laughs> you know, okay, my own experiences. That's why we're here. We're pulling from our experiences right. and like who we are as people, right? Okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's pretty much what happened. Woo. So, chapter. Oh, well, first. A word from our sponsors. I can't believe it. When I open the book, there's more on the red side than there is on the two side. I know. Side, and and it just sad. keeps getting smaller. Like, what is this? What's going we on? Just, we just started this. We just started. And there should still be camping in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have a little bit more camping. Next week, we have some camping. We have some camping. But I just, I really was, you know... In my, I haven't read this book in, when did we start this? Four years ago? I haven't read this book in at least four years. Yeah, so. me neither. <laughs> Same. Um, yeah, I just thought that they were camping the whole time. It's wild. But now we're in Green Dots. Yep, we're in Green Dots. All right. 
so, um, so they made their plans, uh, in the smallest bedroom, a single, long, coarse black hair plucked from the sweater Hermione had been wearing in Malfoy Manor lay curled in a small glass vial on the mantelpiece, which is, like, really lucky that they just so happened to have a, that they, and that they kept the piece of Bellatrix's hair and didn't, like, fall off of Hermione's sweater or whatever. Like, what if, plot. What if Floor had, you know, washed it? Yeah. Also, like, they've been there for a minute. Floor didn't wash, like, not Floor, but, like, they well, didn't wash their clothes. They probably did, honestly. Did they like, just they fortify pro- their clothes and that's why it's, like, or do they have that's to, like, wash them? I don't know. I mean, I assume that, like, they did wash those clothes. I just am saying I can't, well, maybe I can believe it is Hermione. Like, that they had the foresight to pull that hair hair off before getting you know what i mean Uh, i feel like hermione was like once hermione got free she was like she found the hair and she was like oh i'm gonna fuck your whole world up right i don't know how i don't know why i don't know when (laughs) but what i do Uh, know yeah is this mudblood is about to (laughs) fuck you up homegirl um, in the chat, Zay says that she should know better, and that's what happened with the cat hair, which is true, but maybe because there were no animals around? I don't really know. What if she, like, took it and then she was Fenrir? Ooh. Mm. Then you just gotta, like... I mean, their hair isn't the same, so I guess, like, there's that, but, like, yikes. I mean, if I took Polyjuice, put... I mean, I feel like you would know when you would smell it. Yeah. You're like, oh, this ain't Bellatrix. Oh, mm-mm, mm-mm. this ain't. I mean, I, I don't expect Bellatrix to taste good, but this ain't but it. like, yikes. This is a whole nother level of funk. <laughs> and I can't. It's like your gag reflex before you even. Just, you just, I can't you just even. put your lips to the to the rim of it and you're like, yeah. mm-mm, nope. You don't mm-hmm. even get that close. No, you're like, mm-hmm. you just smell it. You get a whiff. You pop that like, hair in and you're like, oh no, this is this has gone wrong. This is wrong. This is a bad batch. <laughs> Sorry, we gotta start. So we, from gotta, we gotta do something else. What's the plan B? I must have. I thought I got the apology pushing right, but I must have messed it up somewhere. I must have. Right. <laughs> we need some new hair. I don't know where we're gonna get it, but. Yeesh. Um, and then Harry says, and you'll be using her actual wand, so I reckon you'll be pretty convincing, which is so funny to me, like, you know, spoiler wise. <laughs> because. Like, they're really patting their back on the fact that, like, or their backs on the fact that, like, they have her actual wand, and then that becomes, like, a big part of the problem when they actually get to Green Gods, where everybody's like, how do you have your wand? Wasn't it stolen? <laughs> like, they just didn't think, like, we stole it, and then nobody would know that we stole it, but I, you know. I mean, maybe they were just counting that, like, her pride wouldn't let her be like, oh, yeah, my wand got stolen. Right, right, or, like, Voldemort, children. yeah, or, like, it wouldn't get out that, like... Harry Potter got away from Voldemort for the umpteenth time. You would think he would keep that one under wraps. Right. I would feel like at this point, but just like, you just let's maybe just leave that one. Anyone. Let's not say anything until you really do got him. Yeah. Let's <laughs> like, just... let's save it for the, for the final like villain's flame moment where you're yeah. like, I thought I had you this time, but you slipped away out of pure <laughs> luck, but right. I got you now. Like, you know, <laughs> exactly. But he doesn't do that. When I become a super villain, <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any plans for it, but I just know in my heart that if it happened, you know, someone killed my dog in front of me as I'm like petting her. And I feel really bad that I use that as an example. But you know what I mean? Whatever it happens, it makes me snap. And then I become a super villain. I'm just going to remember, like, don't villain splain. Don't tell the whole world your plan. Don't tell them when you fail your plan. Don't tell anyone when you fail. 
Especially like, when you're trying to like cultivate an atmosphere of like fear and up and up omniscience or whatever um, you omnipotence. Know? Like if you're trying to be nefarious, you know, like if like he's trying to, I don't know. I just feel like you would just be like. See, what happened was, is that I'm a master manipulator and they thought they got away, but that's actually step four in my 14 million point plan. If you've watched Good Place, you know what I mean? Like, sometimes you just have to, you know, be like, I needed you to do this so that I could do this. And then there were these variables that I had planned for. And so I was like that one time when you get caught at the Malfoys and then you think you got away. I'm going to let you think that you think that you thought that you got away, but I had a contingency and it was all folded into my master plan. But you only explain all that stuff afterwards. after after you completely have completed it. Complete. Yeah. Nothing before. Nope. No. Mm-mm. Um, so then Hermione looks frightened as she looks at the wand. Um, I hate this thing. I really hate it. It feels all wrong. It doesn't work properly for me. It's like a bit of her. Harry, feeling a little bit petty, is like in his head, like, haha, I remember when you were saying that about, when I was saying about that, about the Blackthorn wand and you were telling me to just practice. So like, you know, how the turntables, um, <laughs> but he keeps it to himself. So he says it all as in his he head. As he should. As he should. Um, I will give... Carry credit for being salty about the Blackthorn wand a few times, or just being salty about losing his wand and keeping that shit to himself. Because at the end of the day, the reason why he don't have his wand is because he was like, "Oh, the snake wants to go upstairs." Right. Exactly. We're all in the chat. Um, Talk about the book fair. That too, but yeah, Lucia oh. said that I'm about to turn John Wick. Which I was thinking because I saw the John Wick 3 trailer that I've never seen John Wick. And I should probably do that. <laughs> um, and then Lucia also says that Harry wasn't holding the wand that tortured him. And Zay right. says it's true. She mentions that it tortured Neville. Neville's parents and killed Sirius. And killed Sirius. But she doesn't mention that it also was the wand that tortured her. So right. that would be, you know, an added thing. thing. Yeah. Um, well, and so then, I had... So uh, real quick, because I had a question about that slightly. Um, because so Ron is like, you know, think about what the wand has done. And, and he's saying it on like the plus side, like it'll help you get into character. And then Hermione, like Zay said, brings up um, Neville's parents and Sirius. But I'm like, is it the same wand that tortured Neville's mom and dad? Because aren't those, aren't wands supposed to be snapped when you go to Azkaban? Like, I feel like. She would have to get a new one once they broke out. Right. I think. Yeah. But I, J.K. Rowling could also have just dropped that. You know what I mean? Like, she could have just... Somehow the wand never was recovered, and then it was, like, interval or something. Like, you know, there are yeah. ways you can get around it, but that part always... Or, not always. This time reading it, I was like... She went to Azkaban for torturing his parents, so wouldn't that wand... But it's definitely the wand that killed Sirius. So. Absolutely. I and think... that tortured Hermione, which is what yeah. they added as well. Like not So it's not necessarily that, like... Y'all are wrong. Just Hermione might be wrong, right. or J.K. Rowling might just not. Because even Luna gets a new wand, um, right? Well, so. I mean, but it's but it's not even about Luna getting a new wand. It's about like no, yeah, when the, you go to ask specifically. Snap it. 
Yeah, I think it's... Like, did Sirius get a new wand? I don't I don't know. I can't remember. Like, I just... I mean, I feel like he, they, it wasn't mentioned. It's all off screen. So yeah. I would just, just say yes, it's a new wand. Yeah. Um, and especially because, <clears throat> in my thinking, um, they only talk about, like, Ollivander's wands and, like, his are the best. But I would think that like in Nocturne Alley there's some like discount bargain wand well I don't even think it has to be in Nocturne Alley it could still be in Diagon Alley like yeah. I think when he goes missing in Half-Blood Prince somebody maybe Molly somebody's like oh well like folks will just have to make do with other wand makers yeah um I bet you they were kind of excited they were low-key like probably, they were like wow booming. that sucks but <laughs> that doesn't really suck though <laughs> like man sorry about it Y'all want to buy some wands, though? Y'all, y'all kids still got to go to school. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then on the polyjuice potion part, uh, Jazzy asked what would happen if she accidentally polyjuiced herself into a cat since she's a, she's allergic, would she just fall over and die? Um, and uh, Portia thinks that because um, wizards don't suffer muggle ailments, they wouldn't have allergies, so that is a me point. Moot, yeah. It's a moo point. A moo point? a cow. It's a, um, sorry, uh, Always Sunny reference. But, yeah. I'm like, you know, I don't watch sitcoms. <laughs> yeah, that's why I figured you wouldn't know it, but, yeah. Um, uh, tight. So then Harry, um, hadn't thought of that. So now all of a sudden he's ready to burn the, uh, He's ready to cast the wand into the fire. He's just like, <laughs> but he has to, but he, you know, he just, he masters him, his urges. He masters himself. Um, Hermione's like, I miss my wand. I, um, I miss my wand. I wish Mr. Ollivander could have made me another one too. Um, Mr. Ollivander sent Luna a new wand that morning, which is like, that's cause they're homies. But also he definitely knew that like, I mean, you know, I don't know how long it takes to make wands, but like Dean definitely didn't get a wand. Yeah. Which feels a little cold, but he was only there for like two seconds. So yeah, he, he got there at the like, same time that Harry and them got there. So, yeah. Like, Luna, no, Luna was really. They go way back clock at was this like, point. actually, girl, I'm going I'm to make you the perfect wand. Like, he was like designing it. They probably got Billy Wig hair in it or right? something. Right? He was like, designing <laughs> it while like they were locked up. He was like, yeah. I got you, girl. If we ever get out of here, I'm hooking you up fast. Yeah. Um, and then... Okay, so then Harry looks down at his wand, which uh, had once belonged to Draco Malfoy. He had been surprised but pleased to discover that it worked for him at least as well as Hermione's had done, which I was curious about that. We were talking about, um... When we were talking about, like, the wand choosing the wizard and, like, how wand allegiances work... And so I was wondering if, like, so Hermione's worked well enough for him, and I wonder if that's because she gave it willingly. And then on the other, but then on the flip side, Draco's works because he snatched it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I also think there's just something about kind of self-confidence, I guess, or I don't know. I don't know if self-confidence is the right word, but, like, I feel like, Harry is not intimidated by Draco's wand in the same way that, like, Hermione feels intimidated by Bellatrix's. Like, this wand has done evil shit. Mm-hmm. And, like, I feel uncomfortable just holding it. I feel uncomfortable, like, even trying to be her. So she's not as, like, confident 
You know what I mean? When she's like wielding that wand as Harry is with Draco's. Right. Well, yeah, but I mean, I'm just thinking about Harry on his own, like using Hermione's wand is mostly what I'm talking about. Okay. Versus like, not so, not so much like her, it's more just like how Draco's wand and Hermione's wand work similarly for him. But they were like, he got them under different circumstances. Well, I think like Draco, Draco's wanting loyal. True. And like her, and then I was also thinking like, you know, Hermione is a friend. So like the wand is probably like, I mean, like you cool. I know you like we be around. Yeah. I've been around your essence. Your aura. Right. Yeah. So at least I like, I'll work for you. Like, you know, like don't get no ideas. Like, you know, but we can, we can see how this goes. Right. You know, just for a little while. For a little bit. (laughs) Don't Um, get comfortable. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so the door of the bedroom opens and Griphook enters and then Harry reaches for the sword instinct- instinctively, which was a bad idea because, you know, you that's that. a sore spot. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he's like, we've just been checking some last minute stuff. We've already told Bill and Four we'll be leaving tomorrow. And we've told them not to see us off, which had been really important so that they didn't see uh, Hermione transform, it, like walking out as Bellatrix. Um, cause they don't want them to know, like, what's yeah. about to go down, um, for their own, for, like, all of their safety, honestly. And probably cause they don't want no questions, like, why? Damn, what's going on? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so then, uh, Bill lent them another tent, because, so, you know, they're prepared for more camping, if that needs to happen, mm-hmm. <laughs> is basically that. Um, it was now packed inside the beaded bag, which Harry was impressed to learn Hermione had protected from the Snatchers by the simple expedient of stuffing it down her sock. And so this brings back up that question. How big is this bag? Also, how big are her socks? And like, do her <laughs> socks have undetectable extension charms in them as well? Like, is there no bulge? I guess maybe, do they have on robes? No. Maybe if they, they have on... have on robes. No? They're walking around in like muggle towns and trying to be incognito. Well, I guess, like, was the boot cut? This isn't the early 2000s yet. No, it's the flare. It's still a flare? It sh- I mean, she would have got a flare. So maybe they... Late that, 90s? So it might be... So it could... Yeah. Late 90s, yeah. actually. I feel like there were, like, Jinko jeans. Do you remember those? Oh, and, like, the true. Bell bottoms. Bell bottoms okay. made a comeback. Bell bottoms. Okay. So that. So then I could see, like, stuffing it down your sock. Like, because the, cause the pants would... Yeah. Would do it. Okay. Cool. Because that was really my <laughs> question. Was like, Jazzy how is it hiding it? No capes, uh, gifts, <laughs> no robes. They're being inconspicuous. Um, said flares for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Because now I can now I can picture it. Because at first I was just like, I, how is nobody noticing this big ass bulge coming out from your sock? Also, it just can't be comfortable. But you know, there are a lot of other things coming going on at the right. time that weren't comfortable. So, of you know, in terms of ranking. Um, also like, so shout out to our other podcast, Tarbis, when she says shove it down her sock, maybe she needs something else like dancing. (laughs) Robin, are you kidding me? I'm just saying that a pant, a pant in Britain is not a pant. Yes. Like a fanny. It's something well, else. So, so if you I said mean, a fanny you know, pack, you're saying a V, a, 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 a badge yeah, pack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you yeah, say yeah. a pants, your pants, talking about your underwear. So I'm just saying. But not when you say jeans. Also, 
Sock doesn't really, I don't think, has but this is another... the, but I'm saying, but they have a British one and an English one. She could have just stuffed it down her bra, to be honest. It probably would have worked. Right? I'm just... Not, probably but not, because like, Fender out here. Pro- searching and... Yuck. Well, I mean, if he was searching, then he would have noticed this big-ass bulge at her ankle. I'm saying, like, if he's gonna, you know, be gross about it. You know when people do the, like, they fill you up when they're searching you? Yeah, but you would also, but the ankle, but also, yeah, no, that's true. I was just at TSA and they felt they were patting my ankle. Yeah, at TSA, I'm saying. (laughs) I'm just saying that, like, that's kind of one of the standard ones. You When you do the leg, you go all the way down and you'd have been like, what the hell is this? Anyway, the point is that Hermione had on bootcut jeans. She had a bell bottom on and they were jeans, not pants. Pretty sure there are no such thing as bell bottom pants, like under as an underwear. <laughs> Would not like to see it, so please don't send me anything. Everyone's about saying that. no thank you, but I'm just saying No thank you. Like in prison when you want to sneak stuff <laughs> Nope. Let's move on. So Harry It's a possibility looking, is all. Hey I'm guess saying. what? Hey, guess what? Harry was looking forward to escaping the confinement of Shell Cottage. Even How though rude. he would he would miss his friends. Um he was Tired of trying to make sure they were not being overheard. Tired of being shut in the tiny dark bedroom. Most of all, he longed to be rid of Grip Hook. Um, in part because the goblin rarely left Harry, Ron, and Hermione alone together for more than five minutes at a time. Um, he was Because he was on the watch for possible skullduggery. Which, like, you know, yep. that's what y'all are doing. So. Also, though, you grabbing the wand when he walk in, so, like, he don't trust you. Yeah, yeah. You, you don't trust him, you don't yeah. trust you. Just... <clears throat> Y'all are just in a mutual right. partnership, I guess. Mm. Yeah. Um, so Hermione didn't really want to plan their double crossing and Ron, because, you know, he's not much of a planner. He's just like, we'll have to wing it, mate. Which, like, is a very peak, like, that's like big trio energy. <laughs> 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 just like, you know, I don't know, but we just gonna... We gonna wing. We gonna wing it. It's fine. It'll be fine. Um, so then Harry is like sleeping. He doesn't sleep very well because he's up, just kind of like thinking about how terribly this could all go. Um, he feels a lot of anxiety and nagging doubt, which he's kind of thinking of indirect opposition to when they were getting ready to break into the ministry, and which when he was more like determined and excited. And I feel like that in part has to do with like how long they've been on the run and like trying to find these things and all the stuff that they've kind of learned at this point, you know, mm-hmm. um, just like he's a little more jaded than he was at the beginning. Oh, definitely. Um, in the, in the chat, Jazzy says that she wants someone to write a fic from the goblins POV. And I'm thinking someone could be you, Jazzy. And Marquita says uh-huh. that got, um, grip hook is about to betray his whole race, which I don't know. Well, not quite. He's like, yeah, I feel like that in, might he's be betraying. Stress. He's betraying his job, but like in technically, he's doing it for his race because he's trying to, to get, get one of their back. heirlooms back. You know what I'm saying? Like, and he's letting them it's break like a into but. another witch's vault. So, like, I don't think that the goblins, like, once the goblins got the whole story, they'd be like, "That's cool, f that be. I don't care." Right. Um, beyond the fact of like, you know protecting the bag of people thinking that Gringotts is very safe as a safe place to keep your stuff. Right. Yeah. Um, so then six o'clock arrives. 
Um, so Harry and Ron, they're both like, let's just get it over with. I'm like, not ready to be, you mm-hmm. know, let's just, let's just do it. Um, small, so they're waiting outside for Hermione and Griffith. Small green shoots are forcing their way up through the red earth of Dobby's grave now. In a year's time, the mound would be covered in flowers. Mm-hmm. Um, Harry ached, that? Harry ached with sadness to think of leaving him behind, um, and then he wonders again how he had known to rescue them, but, you know, still doesn't have the answers. Nope. Um, and then, oh, real quick, in the chat, uh, Jasmine says, I often feel like goblins are like the black people that never get their credit, like the wizards, in parentheses, whites, are taking from the goblins, in parentheses, blacks. Which, like, in some ways... I could see how you would get there. Like, that makes sense. I think that I don't fully... I don't know. I feel like it's a a little bit broader, if that makes sense. I feel like I've read so much about the comparison of the goblins and Jewish people that that's the only way I see it. But I'm not Mm. sure if I can remember reading, like, the first time I read it or whatever. You know what I mean? If that's what you thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I always thought of it more as, like, a broader just, like colonialism thing i don't know that i ever like ascribed an actual race to them like as po- in terms of like making an analogy i kind of was just like the wizards are the whites for the most part but then like the goblins are just like all these different countries that have been yeah kind of taken over you know but yeah. like not necessarily ascribing like a uh, an amalgamation of colonized just, people yeah 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 but like I also see how, yeah, I don't know. It's like both and, all of it, all of the above. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, so then Belgic Lestrange was striding across the lawn towards them, accompanied by Grip Hook. As she walked, she was tucking the small beaded bag inside the pocket of another set of old robes they had taken from Grimald Place. And though Harry knew that it was Hermione, he could not, res- rep- uh, he could not suppress a shiver of loathing. Which <laughs> I'm like, I get it, but like, you know. She best friend. Right. Let's suppress it, sir. Um, and so, then... Sorry. No, go ahead. This kind of goes... I'm kind of cutting into the next sentence, but beef about the movies. I really wish... And I understand why they kept um, the original actors' voices, but I really wish that they would have let them have the, the same voice. voice. Yeah. Like... One, I feel like already Helena Bonham Carter as Bellatrix as Hermione or Helena Bonham Carter as Hermione as Bellatrix was really great. Yeah. Um, and like they have like the actors can definitely do that, you know? And she did it. Like it's not like she was lip syncing her right. words. Like she said them. She said the words. And then they just like dubbed the they dubbed uh, Emma Watson's voice over it. Right. But I feel like it would have also been like more compelling to hear like Bellatrix's voice like meek and soft and you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. But not changing the actual voice. So yeah, just I the agree. gripe I have. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's one of those things that they decided to do in Chamber of Secrets and then just kind of kept, kept it, which like yeah, I mean, it's fine, but... 
But then they also like kind of make it so that then Emma Watson is pretending to do a Bellatrix voice, which is like just just go the whole hog. Yeah, yeah. Um, right. Bianca says the trio is going on a national treasure quest with a lowercase Q. It's not yeah. the quest. <laughs> not the quest. Just a quest. A quest. Yes. Um, she tasted disgusting, worse than Gertie Roots, which is like, yikes. That's, as we know from a couple chapters ago, Gertie Roots do not taste good. Um, and then she's like, okay, Ron, come here so I can do you. Um, this is one of those sentences, I don't know if any, if you've, I mean, you probably have, like, if you've seen, like, people, like, uh, like, doing screen grabs or, like, crops of, or, like, pulling out random sentences of Harry Potter out of context and they sound, like, suggestive, because that's, like, one of, that's, this is one of those sentences. <laughs> she says, I taste it, or if you just, you know, take the context out. She tasted disgusting, worse than Gertie Roots. Okay, Ron, come here so I can do you. And it's just like, that is what she said. That is what she said, though. Yeah, it is. She <laughs> could have written it in a way that wasn't so right for But her. also, like, but also, like, it really isn't, because, like, in context, it doesn't mean anything, but it was, I think I saw it on, like, some random, you know, just the internet. Yeah. I mean, so. but also in a sexual way, that's not sexy at all. Come here <laughs> well, so it's I not supposed to be sexy, it's just... I don't, I don't know. know. I truly don't. I feel like our girl Hermione has more game than that, so. <laughs> well, out of context, you don't know she's saying it. Oh, true. It could be anyone. Okay. Um, Jazzy says, of course, her bitch ass tasted nasty. <laughs> Which, like, I want to unpack that a little bit, but I, like, don't. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> like, I do in the, like, oh, these people who aren't, like, great people, they taste bad. But, like, I also don't want to argue you know, for that, yeah. if that makes sense. Like, I don't want to say, like, Bellatrix would taste good, because that's weird, and, like, no. I no think thanks. it also has to do with the fact that, like, she is, um, she has lived in Azkaban very, for a long time. She has killed a lot of people, so her soul is just, like, cracked and gross. That's true. That she is true. She is, like, hygienic, but is she? Like, you know, she still got, <laughs> like, after however many, 11, 13, no, 15 years in Azkaban, like, two years out is not, she's not, like, fully recovered from that. <laughs> Bianca said Belichick doesn't wash her legs. <laughs> right. She goes months without, she, she, she doesn't, she's not a, she's not a, she a just lets the water run over them. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Right. Ew. So. Yeah. I mean, I um, think that it's a lot of, it, it, it goes into that um i'm evil so i'm ugly and or smelly or mm-hmm. you know i mean but she's never been called smelly so i guess right that's what i'm saying i think i guess it goes into that trope like obviously an evil, yeah evil person i mean that's like it, what but... i was thinking i was like it kind of goes falls into like physical appearance but also like I but know. I bet you to Voldemort or to her husband, she she tastes great. Yikes! I know, I know, I knew it when I was saying it, but that's, <laughs> you know what it is. Like I don't like that, but cool. you know, mm-hmm. when they did the seven Potters, and um, I bet you like Harry tasted great. Well, that's what Hermione said. Hermione, because she loves him. 
and was like, you know, I to like Mundungus. You know? <laughs> he was like, I mean, I've, I've tasted worse, but you know, I'm not not lining up for seconds. Oh my! So not seconds. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> so yes, please. Um, <laughs> everyone in the chat is just like, no, <laughs> vomit emoji. I mean, I'm yeah. No thanks. Uh, Zay points out that Harry doesn't taste good either. He just tastes better than Crab and Goyle. <laughs> but they think it makes sense to that negative souls taste worse, which I get that. If we if we just align it with souls like you were saying earlier, I think it makes sense. Well, I, I wasn't even worse. aligning it with souls. I was thinking like a, about how much you care about the person. So like I would think that he That's tastes true. good for or better than Crab and Goyle because Hermione and Ron care about him. And, well, well, actually, no, everyone. I think she was talking about looks though because she never tasted Crab and Goyle's. Uh, That's true. Yeah. Thingies. But I just feel like it, it would be like for Ron who is taste <laughs> for Ron who is who has had polyjuice for both crab and Goyle and for Harry. Well, just crab, I think. Or yeah, one of them. One of them. I don't know which one. So <laughs> one crab and Goyle. You crab know, they one Goyle. person. Anyway, exactly. but like comparing those two because he loathes crab and Goyle, they taste gross, and because he cares a lot about Harry, they Harry. Is better. Yeah. And Jazzy also says, you know, smell and taste are associated, so. That's true. I'm just saying I don't think she said taste. I don't think she said that is what I'm saying. Yeah. She might have said look, because I think his was, like, all gold and, like, pretty and shit, whereas, like. And I think that that's because yeah. it just reflects, like, their your relationship. Your to essence. Them. Yeah. Oh, like, for taste, yes. Yeah. Yes. I, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Um, so then Ron is like making requests for how he looks or whatever. Um, he doesn't like the beard too long because it gets in the way. But he wants he his likes... nose shorter. Mm-hmm. Bruh um, demanding. He's, he's got a lot of, he's got a lot of requests. And de- yes, demands is also a way to say it. Um, he was being given a completely fake identity, and they were trusting the malevolent aura cast by Bellatrix to protect him. Meanwhile, Harry and Griphook would be under the invisibility cloak. Um, it was possible to discern Ron under the disguise, but only Harry thought because he knew him so well. Uh, his hair was now long and wavy. He had a thick brown beard and mustache, no freckles, a short, broad nose, and heavy eyebrows. Just want to take a minute to shout out the inimitable McGonagall <laughs> for teaching them how to do transfiguration so well that, like, the same well. thing. You know what I'm saying? Teaching her mind, but you know what I mean. We saw. I mean, I'm just saying she we peeped, if, if they would have done the their seeds. homework. Yes, I'm just saying, but I think that they probably maybe not as well, but they could, they could do it. Like she sold the seeds. We saw when they were changing eyebrow color. Yeah. Then you know they probably moved on to like okay now change the nose shape and like you know and now boom disguised to break into green gods. Little did she know. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Um. So then, uh, grip hook. Climbs on Harry's back, so he's just giving him a piggyback ride, and then they're under the invisibility cloak, and then they apparate to the Leaky Cauldron. Um, the bar is nearly deserted. Tom sees uh, Hermione and is like, Madame Lestrange, and then Hermione says, good morning, because she's who she is. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Tom is like, what? <laughs> who are you? Um, but also, Harry's- like, if someone like Bellatrix told me good morning, I would be like, oh shit, I'm about to die. 
<laughs> like, that's how I would react to... Like, whoops, gotta go. Right? Like, uh, good morning. She about to kill someone. I gotta go. Mm-hmm. Like... Yeah. If it's a good morning for her, it's not one. It's not a right. good one for me. Yeah. Uh, too polite, Harry whispered. Um, you're supposed to treat people like they're scum. Uh, so then Hermione draws her Bellatrix's wand and taps the brick in the nondescript wall in front of them, and then they step into Diagon Alley. It was quiet, barely time for the shops to open, and there were hardly inter- shoppers abroad. Um, more shops than ever were boarded up, though several new establishments dedicated to the dark arts had been created since his last visit. Um, his, his face glared down at him with the words undesirable number one on the posters. Um, a number of ragged people sat huddled in doorways. He heard them moaning to the few passers-by pleading for gold, insisting that they were really wizards. One man had a bloody bandage over his eye. So I'm, like, curious about this because I know that, like, we saw the Muggleborn Registration, like, committee meetings, or meeting, we saw one, um, or, like, the trial. And I know that, like, some people are being sent to Azkaban, but, are some, but it also seems like, I guess, some are just being, like, turned back out onto the street, I guess. Or, you know what I mean? Like, their wands are being taken. But then I also wonder if these are just snatchers who are taking their wands, and then they're just, like, stuck, and they have no way of, uh, kind of proving their ancestry because of that. Like, so, there's a story that I read once called The Survivor. Oh, really? (laughs) Wow. Um, in that story, um, this is before, it's during the first Wizarding, or I guess right after the first Wizarding War, um... And there are a lot of actually, like, squibs that live in um, Diagon Alley and that are, like, on the streets and stuff because they know of the world, but they are not, like, so they've they've been able to go to Diagon Alley. They know how to get in and all Mm -hmm. those other things. But um, then they just live in the Wizarding World, kind of behind that, you know. So I'm assuming there's, like, um flats and stuff and like um where they're not hotels what are they like room and board places like yeah hostel type of places um in diagon alley and nocturne alley um and i'm assuming there's probably like maybe one or two more streets that are hidden that are purely you know magical so what i always assumed was like it's it's kind of yeah the people from the muggleborn registration commission who um, have still have access to the Wizarding World, like know about it, but like have been turned away and don't have like, um, you know, don't they no longer have a job? They've mm-hmm. like lost someone in some way, and so they're just kind of getting by. Yeah. yeah also, totally. read the Survivor. It's so good. I want to read it. <laughs> um. So then they seemed to melt away from her, drawing hoods over their he- faces and fleeing as fast as they could, except for one, um, the man with the bloody bandage who comes staggering across her path. My children, he bellowed, pointing at her. Where are my children? What has he done with them? You know. You know. Um, Hermione starts to stammer because, like, we know that she's not good on her feet. She's very much good with, like, this is a plan. We're carrying out the plan. But then when other variables come in, she's like, I can't. Um, the man lunges at her, reaching for her throat. Um, but then Ron stuns him. Um, and both of them kind of look like they're, they're just in shock. They don't, they're just like, what the hell? They weren't ready for the smoke, but also like, shout out to my dude. He, man, he was was ready. ready. He was risking it all. He said, I'm on site. It's on site. Mm -hmm. I only got one eye left, but I don't care. 
Because mm-hmm. this woman doesn't mess with my family. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. He has a certain set of skills. Um, he doesn't, actually. He's just bold. Uh, their entrance to Diagon Alley could hardly have been more conspicuous. For a moment, Harry wondered whether it might not be better to leave now and try to think of a different plan. But before they could, you know, maybe think of that, uh, someone calls Madame Lestrange. And it is Travers, a tall, thin wizard with a crown of bushy gray hair and a long, sharp nose. Um, none of them know who Travers is. Hermione's like, and what do you want? And then Griphook is like, he's another Death Eater. He's just sitting here like, I am surrounded by idiots. Like, <laughs> dot gif. He's just like, what the hell? Um, but that doesn't mean that Bellatrix would be nice to him. No, so. which is why I also think, like, it's not that, like, she, she doesn't say in who are you. Right. She's just like, and what do you want? And Travers is like, I merely sought to greet you, but if my presence is not welcome. Um, Harry recognized his voice from Xenophilius' house because he was one of the Death Eaters who came by. When Xenophilius was like, I have Harry Potter. Um, no, no, not at all, Travers, said Hermione quickly, and then asks how he is. Um, he says, I confess I am surprised to see you out and about, Bellatrix. I heard that the inhabitants of Malfoy Manor were confined to the house after the uh, escape. Um, Harry in his head is just like, you got this, Hermione. Don't blow it. You're out here. You is smart. You is important. You is, you is, just you is kind. Don't be kind. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you got this. You got this. Please. Um, she says, and then so she says, the Dark Lord forgives those who have served him most faithfully in the past. Perhaps your credit is not as good with him as mine is, Travers. Basically, she said, chase a bag. Don't worry about what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. You know, I hate it when I get up and Travers asks what I'm doing outside my house. I'm the dead looks. Um, though the Death Eater looked offended, he also seemed less suspicious because, you know, that's that's how they throw, that's how they talk to each other, right. like real talk. They'd be like, I don't know about what you're doing and how you, you're, what your standing is with the Dark Lord, but I am blessed and highly favored. And so they just be like throwing that back and forth whenever they can. I mean, in the first, um, like, meeting that we saw with the Death Eater, they were just, like, getting each other. Just, just so like, much shade. Flavor. So much shade. So much, like, <laughs> shit talking. The real Death Eaters of, of Britain. <laughs> right. The real house Death Eaters. Yeah, hold up. Like, they don't love you like I love you, Dark Lord. Yeah. Um. So then he looks down at the at the man Ron had stunned. How did it offend you? And I'm like, wow, it? Like, yep. Yep, okay. it. Great. Um, Hermione says, it does not matter. It will not do so again. Some of these wandless can be troublesome. Um, while they do nothing but beg, I have no objection. But one of them actually asked me to plead her case at the ministry last week. As if, uh, I'm a witch, sir. I'm a witch. Let me prove it to you. He said in a squeaky impersonation as if I were going to give her my wand. Um, so he's, you know, we, we knew this knowing he's a death eater mm-hmm. that like he was trash. But now we've confirmed, confirmed. Um, mean, it's just nice to see, you know, they are who you think they are. Yeah, you know, just confirmation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but whose wand are you using at the moment, Bellatrix? I heard your own wand. Your own was, I have my wand here, said Hermione coldly. I don't know what rumors you've been listening to, Travers, but you seem sadly misinformed. Which is like, sort of, you know, it's it's a weak one, but you do what you gotta do. He probably hold it, for, if he heard it from Voldemort, then that would be super awkward. Yeah. <laughs> um... And then he asks about Ron, and then Hermione introduces him as Dragomir Despard, which is a, that's a name. Woo. 
you know? Um, he speaks very little English, but he is in sympathy with the Dark Lord's aims. He has traveled here from Transylvania to see our new regime. Um, he extends, so Travers extends two fingers and shakes Ron's hand as though frightened of dirtying himself. So, like, you know, I'm just going to add some xenophobia on top of that. Of on course. On top of that, that stirring, you know, cauldron of, of Death Eaterism. Um, so what brings you and your sympathetic friend Diagon Alley this early? I need, all, I need to visit Gringotts, said Hermione. Alas, I also. Uh, <clears throat> gold, filthy gold, which is... Sorry, I'm gonna read. I'm gonna start over. No. Alas, I also. Gold. Filthy gold. We cannot live without it, yet I confess I deplore the, necess- the necessity of consorting with our long-fingered friends. Like, it's very dramatic. All. And Gringotts is on, or Gringotts, Gripbook is on Harry's back like, fuck this up. Like, exactly. But you know, he had to sprinkle a little bit of racism on fine. top. It's cool. Yeah. You gotta. You ain't gotta deal with us much longer because I'm about to get that sword. Right. And then he, what? But then, you know, Travers was like, I threw you some xenophobia at you. Yeah. I had to sprinkle a little racism on top. It's just a, it's a hot, a, what's it, a strong, a, a cauldron full of hot, strong <laughs> bigotry. <laughs> <laughs> Maggie said, it's lucky the Death Eaters are xenophobic and only know English so Ron won't blow his cover, which is like... For real. Could you imagine going up to, like, some MAGA guy and being like, no speaker to English, they be, they just yell at you louder? Like, mm-hmm. Great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah. easy. Um, Zay points out that, meanwhile, Harry is choking for, like, the fourth time, because Grip Hook, he got a strong grip. Right. On, on, on Harry's neck. Um, so Hermione has no choice but to fall in step beside Travers. Um, they... A watchful Death Eater was the last thing they needed, and the worst of it was with, Tra- with Travers, with Travers marching um, at what he believed to be Bellatrix's side. There was no means for Harry to communicate with Hermione or Ron, so they're just kind of like, yikes! Yeah, this is not something we planned for. Um, so the liveried goblins who would usually flank the entrance to Gringotts had been replaced by two wizards, both of whom were clutching uh, long, thin golden rods, the probity probes. Which I just love how, like, they still have these weird-ass names. Um, so these probes detect the spells of concealment and hidden magical op- objects. So Harry confunds the wizards, um, and so then they're able to get through. Really? Yeah. Really? Really? <laughs> Confundus is like, it's, you know, it, it, it'd be out here. You don't. If you are designing a security system, <laughs> well, okay, but but thinking about it, right? Like, it's Voldemort who who uh, replaced the goblins who used to be security with wizards because in his mind, wizards are more strong and w- whatever. He often does things that he thinks are better, and they're not because like got by of his arrogance. Yeah, because he's arrogant, right? So he's like. We should only be whoop-de-whoop by the wizards because we're blah blah And, like, then he's like, well, confundus charm, so that's awkward. <laughs> what are you going to do about that one? Didn't see that coming. You couldn't know? have couldn't have, couldn't have, have foreseen that one. Yeah. So, it, it tracks. It's dumb, but it tracks, you know? I just... That's just who Voldemort is as a person. He's... <laughs> 
I, it's so it arrogant just, that you're just like this is your dark lord this is this yes. your king <laughs> is this your king can fundus it is like do you ever just like be reading this book and then you're like harry knows literally like four spells <laughs> defeats the darkest wizard of them all my bro can fly and he gets beat by some dude who knows like four spells. Yep. And his smart friend. Really, I mean, this is like a lesson in what happens when you do the most. Like sometimes you, you could just, just sit there and ate your food. You know. You know and you live to be, be 170. Mm-hmm. Lord knows how old Batty was before she got got. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Harry looks up and all of a sudden the knife sharp memory comes to him, um, standing on this very spot on the day that he had turned 11, the most wonderful birthday of his life. And Haggard standing beside him saying, like I said, you'd be mad to try and rob it. I was like, that's awkward, you know, okay. just, but like shout out for how far we've come, you know? Yeah. It's great. Um, <laughs> also, they, um, oh, go ahead. Maggie says too much is able is able to be overcome with confundus, which I think about a lot in this this whole chapter. Um, Jazzy says she argues about this all the time when people say Harry knows a handful of spells. He knows enough to teach um, Defense Against the Dark Arts. Um, Bianca says Harry's superpower is audacity, <laughs> which is true. Um, they said, Harry, I'm just, I'm going to just yeet everybody's wand. <laughs> and um, Jazzy says, because Umbridge is trash. Um, so he knows enough to teach Defense Against the Dark Arts because Umbridge is teaching nothing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Marquita says none of the spells he knows are unforgivable. Um, and Maggie says the people who administered Dumbledore's owls are still administering them. Meaning, <laughs> so first like, of all. meaning Voldemort could have just sat there and ate his food. Yes. Got racism faced for no reason. Could have, but didn't. Minding your business remains free in the muggle world, in the wizarding world, in the land of ice and fire. Free. Alright, so they so they walk they walk into the bank. Um, they approach a goblin who greets Travers, who passes over a tiny golden key, which was examined and given back to him. And then the goblin sees Hermione and is like, Madame Lestrange, dear me, how may I help you today? I wish to enter my vault, said Hermione. Um, The old goblin seemed to recoil and Harry glanced around. Not only was Travers hanging back watching, but several other goblins had looked up from their work to stare at Hermione. You have identification? Um, And then Hermione, identification? I I have never been asked for identification before. Um, Gripwick is like, they know. Like, all the Tootie's just like, I thought y'all was smart. Like, y'all just, okay. Right. But, you know, he forgot he was messing with children, but it's cool. But also, what was all your planning for then? Right. But also, I think that, like, they, the thing is, is that what they planned for, they were planning with the idea that no one would know that they took Bellatrix's wand. Because they were thinking that Tom might want to keep that one under wraps, you know? He was, they were thinking like Voldemort wouldn't want everybody to know that like they, that he had Harry Potter in his grasp once more and then lost him. So we could just go up in there with, as Bellatrix with her wand and it'd be fine. But Tom didn't do that. So 
Yeah. Um, your wand will do, madam, said the goblin. Um, and then Harry realizes that the goblins of Green Gots are aware that Bellatrix's wand had been stolen. So, I, it's at this point, there's like, Voldemort, the question is, does Voldemort know, or did he, I think he suspects, he suspected that they would come for her vault. Um, but I think this was more, if I'm remembering correctly, I think it'll like pop up in the next chapter, but I feel like we know that he was kind of testing it. He didn't know what Harry knew. Knew, exactly. He doesn't know yet that they're coming after Horcruxes, but after this is the moment where he realizes that. Yeah. And he, then he's like, wow, shit, I'm like four down. <laughs> yeah. So awkward. Uh, but, um... Yeah, so that's kind of why they alerted Gringotts, because they're like, somebody might try to. We don't know, but somebody might try to break into Bellatrix's vault. Um, because they they have to, the Malfoys have to admit that they have the Gryffindor sword. They have to just tell the whole truth when Voldemort well, up. Well, Tom knows that he ha- that they have the sword, because Snape is the one. Well, they don't know that it's a fake. They Or they think that they, they, they still think they have the real sword in Bellatrix's vault. Oh, right, right, right. Um, because Voldemort told them to put it there. Yeah. Okay, I'm back. I'm with you. Okay. Um. So then, Griphook is like, "Act now, the Imperious Curse." So Harry Imperious is the old goblin. Um, a curious sensation shoots down Harry's arm. A feeling of tingling warmth that seemed to flow from his mind down the sinews and veins, connecting him to the wand and the curse it had just cast. Which is like an interesting um sensation i guess like an interesting way to describe it we've never we've only ever seen like how um how it feels to be imperious but not how it feels to imperious someone yeah so yeah it's interesting so then the goblin takes it takes beltrix's wand examines it and says ah you have had a new wand made madame lestrange what said Hermione no no that's mine it's like girl I mean I get it because she wouldn't know but like right you just gotta be like yeah it's new <laughs> yeah a new wand just like yell it really loud mm-hmm. that you have a new wand um Traver says a new wand but how could you could you have done uh which wand maker did you use and then like, Harry, get out of my business first of all chase a bag why are you over my shoulder when I'm at the ATM? This is bad form. <laughs> Accurate. This is like, bad form. Like I gave you, I gave you space. Honestly, right. like you got your like. Go Why to are your you vault. still here? Go to your vault. Go bro. to chase a vault. Don't worry about what I'm doing. <laughs> oh my gosh! It is so rude. Like I it mean, is. you know, f Bellatrix, but still, like you, all up in my bank account. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, so then he imperious is Travers. So, like, he just, at this point, he's, like, unforgivable curses. What else? It's a Tuesday. Let's go. Yeah. It's war out here. It is. So. Only God can judge me. Yeah. I mean, at this point, like, you know, we've talked about the greater good. It's It's uncomfortable, but... We're here. Yeah. You know? People are people are robbing graves, so at this point, like what the fuck? Everything goes. Yeah. Um 
Jazzy says she feels like there should be more wand makers than there are. And how the hell does Ollivander remember exactly which wand he sold to which customer? Because magic. Magic. <laughs> magic. Um, and then we were... Uh, Maggie says that Ollivander probably has an eidetic memory, which is, you know, just say photographic smarty pants. Um, and then Jazzy says he needs a damn intern or an apprentice or someone else to learn, which wouldn't it be awesome to think that Luna becomes his apprentice? That's That'd my be tight, but I think he probably also just has other Ollivanders. Like, Ollivanders are really old He and franchises like it. He franchises Well, not even that. Just, like, he probably has, like, a a brother who has some kids or something and they probably just like are in the back. You just don't see them. You know, they probably mm. just do a little, they, they also learn the, the art of wand making. Yeah. I mean the same way that Tom worked in the shop at Morgan and Burks and then like was off doing like hunting of rare things for the shop. Right. Like there could be. Like he's not going out to every single he's tree and picking he's out marketing. the wood. You know what I mean? Like, you know? yeah. He's the face of Ollivander, but he's not like going out. Like he can make the wands, you know. They bring him the materials. He could he could do a little something with it, but like he's not physically going out and picking every single wand, every single core, every single because that just seems like yeah a whole lot. But um, to Jazzy's point, like we I, in Half Blood Prince, like I think I mentioned it earlier, but they there are other wand makers. Ollivander is just the oldest and the best. So like. I mean, I don't really, honestly, like, I don't really know what's going on. He's the oldest. Um, I don't actually really know what's going on at this point, though, because, like, at that point when Ollivander was first kidnapped, that's, like, almost two years ago at this point, um, and Travers is so surprised, like, which wand maker did you use? When they're, I mean, yeah, I mean, Gregorovich is definitely dead, but like there are other ones in Diagon Alley. And uh, maybe they should just... know that Ollivander is in her basement or in her. Well, he's not anymore. They know that Ollivander got broken out. He knows oh, that. Right, right. So, um, yeah, but we don't know like what's going on that they would have with the wand makers making a bunch of burner wands. <laughs> Probably. I feel like you would need a burner wand if you're out here. Like, really death eaten. Eating death. <laughs> really death eaten. <laughs> I don't know. How do you make it into a verb? You I don't know. You out here really death eating, though. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what I'm trying to say? I do. I love that. You too. know, you out here. Yeah. About that life. Yeah. You know? You need a burner. I don't need a burner one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Um,. So Travers was like, oh, yes, I see. Very handsome. And is it working well? I always think wands require a little breaking in, don't you? Um, Hermione looks bewildered, but she kind of, you know, goes with it. And then the old goblin, the imperious goblin, tells another uh, one of his colleagues that he needs the clankers. And then is like, if you'll follow me, Miss Lestrange, or Madame Lestrange. Um, and so then... Uh, he So... He says, I'll take you to your vault. Um, the So another goblin, like, comes running up and is like, hold up, Bograd. Like, you know, like, what is you doing, bro? We have, he says, we have instructions from, forgive me, madam, but there has been, there have been special orders regarding the vault of the strange. Um, Bograd is like, I'm aware of instructions. Madam Lestrange wishes to visit her vault. Very old family, old clients. This way, please. 
Um, so he's just like, you know, leave me alone. I got this. We're good. Um, so. And no one thinks, hmm, imperious. I mean, they definitely think something. Like, it's not like it goes smooth from here. I know, I just. Yeah. I think just I think it just takes them a second to like decide. Like they probably are looking at each other. You know, you know, like when you're being gaslighted, <laughs> they're just like, I know some shit is up, but I can't put my finger on it. And I just feel like they really try to act like nothing's up, but you know like something like, is up. Is this racist? This is racist, right? right? Like this is. I'm not it's tripping. Be. I'm not tripping. That's literally what's happening right now. All the all the goblins are looking at each other like, okay, but like you see, you see it, right? Like it's not just me. And then once they realize it's not just them, they're like, all right, let's put some security measures in place, you know? Yeah. Um, the chat is talking about burner wands. And I'm just saying. And, and they, drugs. So. And, and drug dealers. <laughs> Wizard drug dealers. Wizard drug dealers. I'm just saying that after Barty Cross Jr. almost got got, well, well, Winky got got with Harry's wand. And they probably, it can tell them that shit. Like, they were like, oh, we need burner wands. I just don't think but, that you can run a, a legitimate criminal enterprise without one. I mean... Or a few. You're not wrong. Um, so, with a flick of his wand, Harry makes Travers come with him. Um, just because he's like, uh, like, I can't leave him because he's imperious, you know, but like, it'll wear off because I didn't do it that well. So he's going to tell somebody and then that will be bad. Um, so they get into the vault, the door closes, and Harry just pulls out the invisibility cloak. He abandons all pretense. He's like, we're in trouble, they suspect. Um, and then adds to Hermione and Ron that, that Bograd and Travers are imperious, because so they're, they're just in there like, what the fuck, bro? Like, the whole point is that you're supposed to be hidden. Um, he says, I don't think I did it strongly enough. I don't know. Um, and then Ron is like, what should we do? Should we get out now while we can? If we can, said Hermione. Um, Harry's like, we, we here. So like, we might as well, we might as well. just do it. Um, Griffin is like, get no better. Yeah. Like it, it, it could get worse, but it can't get better. So let's just, let's just do it. Um, Griffin says, so we need Bograd to, con- to control the cart. Um, there will not be room for the wizard. So Harry basically just tells Travers to hide. Um, they get into the cart and it moves off. They hurtle past Travers, who is wriggling into a crack in the wall, which is really funny to think about. I wish they would have left that in. Right. But I don't think he, like, popped up. He wasn't in. He wasn't in the movies at all. But the movie, just, but just, he's just kind of, like, sliding. Some I, I mean, you know, they could have made Finn. I can just imagine, like, him sucking it. in his stomach. You know, he tried to, like, squeeze yep. past something. He's just like, okay, I got There's it. There's that scene in Dragon Prince where in. Never mind. It's going too far. Oh. <laughs> They okay. go through a crack and swearing it's funny. Just, it's fun. <laughs> um, so they might as well have left enormous footprints behind them. The more Harry thought about it, the more foolish it seemed to have disguised Hermione as Bellatrix, to have brought along Bellatrix's wand when the Death Eaters knew who had stolen it. So that's the thing, is like, Harry was filling, he was filling his weeds at the beginning of this chapter, like, and it's lucky we got her wand. So now they really think it's you, not thinking that like, oh yeah, they would know that we stole the wand and like, so awkward. Um, but, you know, hindsight and stuff. Yeah, burner wands. Go on mm-hmm. next time. So they were deeper than Harry had ever penetrated within Gringotts. They took a hairpin bend at speed and saw ahead of them with with seconds to spare a waterfall pounding over the track. Griphook shouted no, um, but there was no braking. They zoomed through it. 
Then there was an awful lurch. The cart flipped over and they were all thrown out of it. Harry heard the cart smash into pieces against the uh, passage wall, heard Hermione shriek something, and felt himself glide back down, back toward the ground as though weightless, landing painlessly on the rocky passage floor. Um, she used Arresto Momentum Maxima. Um, <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> um. So, uh, Harry how realizes... Many, sorry, oh, just, how many carts do you think they lose? Well, I mean, not, I feel like people maybe try to break into Gingotts one every ten years or so. This time it happened to be one every, like, six, but... And I think it depends on how far you get into the vault. Because at this point, they're pretty deep. Yeah. And so that they're, like, they're just different. But I just feel like... I don't know. I just feel like you would... I'm, I guess they could magically repair them. But, like, I'm thinking about, like, Bart cars. Like, them things come from, like, Japan and cost mm-hmm. way too much. So, like, our security wouldn't need to save the cart, at least. Yeah. But, you know, magic, repair Repair That's what I was, yeah, magic. Yeah. Um, Zay says that they keep laughing about Hermione being black and seeing the waterfall, like, oh, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> and Marquita adds, yelling, shit, my hair. <laughs> Which, you know. This is 98. Oh, waterfall hasn't come out yet. <gasps> oh, no! I wasn't ready. I thought we'd have more time in the chapter to go, but yeah. I was waiting for it. I yep. was like, that's I was spot. like, what's Maggie going to do today? That's oh spot. my gosh. I love it so much. Uh, it's wonderful. It's, it's, um, the trio, I think, or maybe just Bellatrix in the cart and then Nagini's in the cart ahead of them above the wall. No, I think what it is is you go through the waterfall. Oh! So I think it's, it's Batilda. Oh, I think it's Batilda. And she's on the track. And then Batilda goes through the waterfall. And, and it's, it's Nagini. I love it. She's an artiste. Who knew? <laughs> Who knew the depth of Maggie's artistic soul? <laughs> It's so great. I've really been like in my brain every time Maggie like pops up. I'm like, what's she gonna do this time? <laughs> what we we'll gonna go get, get next? We'll go get this time. <laughs> next time on Wizard Team. <laughs> I like how she's just like taking it upon herself to you know read the chapter beforehand and say, I'm, mm, here, right here. This is where the kitty belongs. <laughs> it's wonderful. How did we get here? <laughs> Nobody's supposed think, to be here. I think here. the best part, too, is that, like, every time we interrupt whatever we're saying, just to, like, shout oh, Maggie. Maggie. <laughs> oh, no. It's so great every time. It's like a segment of the show now. It is. Um, <laughs> oh, if only. We need to make a new bingo board. <laughs> I know. Maggie. I know. Right, because we made it before a bikini, I think. Yeah. We, we did. did. I know. We didn't even have, like, Chase a Bag Shot. That's crazy. Nope. Oh, I love it. Okay, anyway, moving on. Um, so, yeah, Harry realizes, again, that, like, nobody is in their disguises anymore. Griffith explains that it's the thief's downfall. They know that there are imposters and Gringotts. They have set off defenses against us. Um, Harry sees, sees Hermione checking that the beating bag was still there, so he double-checks to make sure he has the invisibility cloak. We good on both points. Um, and then... 
Then, the, 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 apparently, the waterfall also lifts the Imperius Curse, but Harry puts that one back on Bograd because we still need him and the Clankers. Um, Hermione's like, I think I can hear people coming. She shouts Protego, and there's a chill charm that breaks the flow of enchanted water as it flies up the passageway because it's Hermione motherfucking Granger. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, Ron is like, how are we going to get out? But Harry's like, let's worry about that after we get in, perhaps. Mm. You know? Should have should have worried about it before, before. Well, I think they worried about it, but they just didn't really know, and this wasn't something that they had planned for, exactly. Yeah. Um, so, they follow Griphook, and uh, he's like, not far, not far. Uh, they turn a corner and saw the thing for which Harry had been prepared, but which he still brought all of them to a halt. Here we a go. Gigantic, a gigantic dragon was tethered to the ground in front of them, barring access to four or five of the deepest vaults in the place. Like, it's only four of them, and like, how, how like, much money, and how old you gotta be to have a dragon guarding your, your stuff, is like the first question. You gotta be a Lestrange... Maybe the Blacks are down there. Yeah, probably the Blacks. Um, the Malfoys feel a little bit like new no, they money. newish. They new-ish, yeah. yeah. That's why That's why Lucius got them peacocks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's how you can tell he's new you money. Tell. <laughs> um, probably uh, the, well, not the Weasley's they ain't got no money, but like, nah. what is, um, who's up Marge's people? The, the, the Peveril? No. Oh, the Peveril? Not Marge's people. Uh, not on Marge. Oh, Muriel. Muriel. The Pruitts? Oh, Muriel's people. The Pruitts? Pruitts, yeah. And then yeah. maybe... The Sacred 28. So who is some, someone else off of there? Someone on there. One of them. The Joneses. You gotta keep <laughs> up with the Joneses. Definitely you know? not the Joneses. There are definitely no Joneses on there. Um, oh, Say says that this dragon is the Errol of Green Gods. Mm. Um... Because the beast scales had turned pale and flaky during its long incarceration under the ground. Its eyes were... The Selwyns! Milk- Sorry. Oh. Are okay. the Rosiers or the Averys? Rossiers. Are the Burks. The Caros are part of the Sacred 28. The Caros got money. Uh, yeah, That's I how they can drop so. everything and become uh, um, teachers. And take that oh. pay cut. Yikes. Okay, anyway, moving on. Um, its eyes were milky pink. Both rear legs bore heavy cuffs from which chains led to enormous pegs driven deep into the rocky floor. Its great spiked wings folded close into, uh, to its body would have filled the chamber if it spread them. Um, and when it turned its ugly head towards them, it roared with a noise that made the rock tremble, opening its mouth and spat a jet of fire that sent them running back up the passageway. And I just How dare they call him ugly? A, and I want to give it a hug. Yeah. Like... Um, also, so part of me has this, like, headcanon, um, which I'm sure I could, like, be dissuaded of by just, you know, going to look some shit up about Gringotts, but that the, the vault in Gringotts is there because the dragon was there. Because dragons are supposed to, like, guard gold, you know? Yeah. So they Mm -hmm. built up Gringotts around. Around it. Around it. I could see that, yeah. And then they, because of, and I mean, like this is a this is a good or good. Ugh, I don't like it, so <laughs> right. I mean, like, but it, but in terms of like subverting 
tropes and like you know what I mean like it's a good way that she does this whereas like you know one of the kind of defining characteristics characteristics of dragons is that they guard treasure and like you know they keep it for themselves but in this case he's keeping it for something else and for someone else and he's being forced to stay there and to like and is being hurt and like abused into Mm -hmm. staying there um but it's like but I but yeah, it's just an interesting kind of situation. And then kind of bringing in what you're saying, like, if it, it was that, like, he was down there anyway, and then they just decided, you know, like, the beast below. That's exactly what I was, I was waiting for you to pause so I could say the beast below. Yes. yes. Um, for those of you who do not know Doctor Who, there's an episode called The Beast Below where um, oh, they... It's one of those moments I just feel so close, so kindred. Yeah, you know? I know. Basically, there's a, there's a creature that comes and is like, you a can use me well. as a... You can use me as a ship, and then they think that like we have to hurt it in order to do what it to in order for it to do what we need it to do. Um, but it turns out that's not the case. Like they could have just so it could just be that the dragon would have just watched it anyway. But they were like, "Nah, well, we, need we the have flankers. to blind it, and make it savage, and, and make it like expect pain when we make." Um, yeah, you know, it's kind of like racehorses, like. Um, you, I don't know how. I'm not a horse rider, so this could be completely false. But the whips and stuff are kind of like to spur them on and to keep them going fast. And it's like mm-hmm. a horse just wants to run anyway. <laughs> just want to make sure that it's going in a straight line, right? Or in a, you know, tight circle. I don't know. Like you need the the reins to steer it, but like a horse just wants to run. So there's no need to whip it to go fast right right yeah um okay um, so maggie says dracaris park underneath great guts i mean got to uh, zay says dog fighting is another example um and maggie wants dragons to take over and jazzy says dragons need to take over everything and i just Basically. feel like more black girls more dragons mm-hmm. it's our motto it's what all life needs <laughs> Um, so Griphook says that it is partially blind, um, but even more savage for that. However, we have the means to control it. It has learned what to expect when the clankers come. Um, so Harry, so they, they're, they're shaking the little thingies. Harry can see it trembling. And as they draw near, he saw the scars made by vicious slashes across its face and guessed that it had been taught to fear hot swords when it heard the sounds of clankers. And I just, you know, fuck goblins. Right. Basically, at this point, but like, also whatever I the fuck, feel like at this point, at this point, you know, all that, all that, like deep, you know, thought and like, you know, theorizing and discourse that we had last chapter. I don't give a fuck no more. Fuck them. <laughs> Which I mean, yeah, true, valid, but I also feel like this is some withered shit too. Well, I think no, I don't think so. No. Because I think the like wizard involvement in what actually goes down at Gringotts is only just now becoming a thing because that's what that's one of the reasons Griphook is like mad at Voldemort. Yeah. Because the whole point is that they've been in control of like this is the one thing they've been in control of mm-hmm. the whole time. Um I mean maybe they helped like, you know, they might, you know, we were talking about earlier like the carts and stuff, but also I think they can just put a charm that repairs. Yeah stuff like they don't have to physically do it so i think that like 
I really think this is just a goblin thing. Not that the wizards said anything about it, because they wouldn't give a fuck either, but... Right. Yeah. So, they get to the vault, make him press his hand on to the door, Griphook urged Terry, so then Bogrod puts the hand on the door... The, vault, uh, the door melts away, revealing a cave-like opening crammed from floor to ceiling with golden coins and goblets, silver armor, the skins of strange creatures, some with long spines, other with drooping wings, like, yikes, um, potions and jeweled flasks, and a skull still wearing a crown. I wonder how old those potions are, and do potions expire because... I bet you they get trippy. Like, they ferment like wine, like, like, whiskey, mm-hmm. like... Or you know, wine like the older it gets, it changes the flavor and stuff. I bet you like the shit gets weird. Yeah. Oh man, Probably. someone write that fanfic of someone drinking some old ass potion. Old ass potion, thinking they were gonna get like Felix Felicis, and all of a sudden like they win the lottery, but all of this terrible shit happens to them along the way. Right. Um. So Harry's like, shut. Uh, search fast. He had described Hufflepuff's cuff to Ron and Hermione, but if it was the other unknown Horcrux that resided in this vault, he did not know what it looked like. Um, he had barely had time to glance around because a muffled clunk came from behind them. The door had reappeared, sealing them inside the vault, and they were plunged into total darkness. Um, Griphook is like, it's cool, Bogrod can still let us out, so like, that's, you know, not the issue. Um, and then they light their wands and start to search. Harry sees the fake sword of Gryffindor, um, Ron and Hermione like their wands too when they're looking at a pile of objects. Uh, at one point, Hermione accidentally uh, she she's like she picks she finds a goblet and is asked about to ask Harry like if this could be the thing, but when she picks it up, um, it splits and becomes a shower of goblets. So that a second later, with a great clatter, the four was covered in identical cups rolling in every direction. Um, the original impossible to discern amongst them. So Hermione like drops it because it burned her. Um, they've added uh, the Gemino and Flagrante curses, said Griphook, which like they out here. Like, and also, the movies like don't do this. I mean, they or they give they give us the the Gemino curse, course. but not the Flagrante curse. And I guess is that just because like they don't want to show people getting burned or something? But like I don't know. I was. I was like, I mean, is, I think she does burn it. I think it like it. She like goes ah, and then but no, it but doesn't Grip really. Has... Griphook specifically doesn't say flagrante curse. Oh. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure he only says the Gemino curse has been added. And I'm like, that's cute, but where yeah. are the stakes? But where I thought the pain? that he had already like ditched them by that point. Too. No, because he still they still he didn't have the they have to get through this this oh. part first. Yeah, and then give me the sword and then. Yeah. Okay. Um, so Harry's like, oh, oh. so uh, Griphook says, everything you touch will burn and multiply, but the copies are worthless, and if you continue to handle the treasure, you will eventually be crushed to death by the weight of expanding gold. This is lovely. What a way to go. <laughs> Wonderful. Um, so Harry's like, okay, don't touch anything. But just in that moment, Ron accidentally nudges one of the fallen goblets with his foot. Um, and 20 more explode into being, uh, as Ron hops on the spot, part of his shoe burned away by the contact with the hot, with the hot metal. So this is just a yikes situation. Yes, but um, also awesome. So Harry's like, just look around. Or Hermione says, stand still, don't move. Harry says, just look around. Remember, the cup is small and gold. It's got a badger engraved on it, two handles. Otherwise, see if you can spot Ravenclaw's symbol anywhere. The eagle. 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 It's an eagle. Do we need to say it again? It's an eagle. 
not a I see it. raven. Page 538. This is not 26. Westeros. Mm-hmm. An eagle. Eagle. Okay. Um. Call a thing a thing, beloved. <laughs> uh, so they directed their wands into every nook and crevice, turning cautiously on the spot. It was impossible not to break to brush up against anything. Um, Harry sent a great cascade of fake galleons onto the ground where they joined the goblet. So things are just like not going great. But then Harry sees it. It's there. It's up there. He's like. It's in here! It's in here! (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, The cup that had belonged to Helga Hufflepuff, which was passed into possession of Hepzibah Smith, from whom it had been stolen by Tom Riddle, was up, you know, it's up there, but it's too high to reach. Uh, Hermione cries Accio Cup just because, like, you know, they just got, you gotta try it. It never works. But But what if the one time you didn't try it, it actually worked, you know? That would really suck. <laughs> you would just feel like you feel like a dumbass. Right. It's like you were like, it's not gonna work, and then it's the last thing you try and it works. Like, wow. So you know, you gotta just let it go. You just gotta try. But then Griphook is like, no use. Um, Harry's like, what do we do? Um, if you want the sword, Griphook, you'll have to give us. You'll have to help us more than wait. Can I touch stuff with the sword, Hermione? Give it here. Which I'm like. So then he pulls the sword out, and I just feel like I know. They make it, so, like, it may not be possible, but they should have just destroyed that shit. You don't need to pick it up. Just stab it. Mm-hmm. But it's fine. Um, <clears throat> so Hermione pulls a sword uh, and hair, and throws it to Harry, who then touches the tip of the blade to a silver flagon nearby, just, like, as a test, and then it doesn't multiply. So he's like, okay, I, I'll just poke the sword through the handle, but how am I going to get up there? Um, in the background, he can hear the dragon roar and the sound of clanking growing louder. So now there's like more people coming, you know, they come for them. Um, Hermione, uh, raises her wand, points it at Harry and whispers, love a corpus. Uh, Harry's hoisted into the air by his ankle and he by his own petard. Darn. <laughs> yes. Uh, so then uh, he Harry hits a suit of armor as he goes up, which then, you know, bursts, replicas burst out of it like white hot bodies, which is Yikes. awkward. The visual. And, and fills the cramped space. So now Ron and Hermione and the goblins are knocked aside into other objects, which also begin to replicate. So they're just all buried, half buried in a rising tide of hot, of red hot treasure. And um, garbage. Sh- man. They struggle and yell as Harry thrusts the sword through the handle of Hufflepuff's cup, hooking it onto the blade. Hermione tries to use impervious to protect herself, uh, Ron, and the goblins from the burning metal. And then there's there's the worst scream yet that makes Harry look down. Ron and Hermione are waist-deep in treasure, struggling to keep Bograd from slipping up beneath the rising tide. But Griphook had sunk out of sight, and nothing but the tips of a few long fingers were left in view. Harry grabs Griphook to save him. Uh, call, shouts Libera Corpus so that he lands on the surface of the swelling treasure. The sword flies out of his hand. Harry shouts, gets it, uh, shouts, get it. Where's the sword? It had the cup on it. Um, but it's Griphook who saw it. And he lunged and in an instant Harry knew that the goblin had never expected to keep his, to, never expected them to keep their word. Um, you know, just the, the double, the double crossers get double crossed. Um, Griphook seizes the hilt of the sword and swings it high out of Harry's reach. The tiny golden cup skewered by the handle of the sword's blade was flung into the, hair, into the air. Harry dives and catches it. 
Um, and although he could feel it scalding his flesh, he did not relinquish it, even while countless Puff cups burst from his fist, raining down upon him as the entrance of the vault opened up again, and he found himself sliding uncontrollably on an expanding avalanche of fiery gold and silver that bore him, Ron, and Hermione into the outer chamber. Just shout out to Pacific. I know I'm, I'm reading it faster than it actually is going, but it still goes pretty fast. Yeah. Great. Action, action, action. You're like gripping. And then, and then, and then. You're like, oh shit, what's going on? Yeah. I love it. Um, so Harry shoves the cup into his pocket and reaches to retrieve the sword, but grip hook was gone. He's running, uh, for cover amongst the surrounding goblins, brandishing the sword and crying thieves, thieves, help thieves. Um, cause he's really just like, fuck all y'all basically. Yep. Um, so Harry struggles to his feet, uh, starts stunning goblins. He sees several wizard guards running around the corner the tethered dragon let out a roar and a gush of flame flew for over the goblins. The wizards fled, doubled up, back the way they had come, and inspiration or madness came to Harry. Both. Let's just say both, because, you know, it's <laughs> what happens when a, when a, what is it, a reckless daring seizes him. This is what's going on. So he points his wand. Blinded thick, with recklessness. Yes. Uh, he points his wand at the thick cuffs, chaining the beast to the floor, and he yells, Relatio. The cuffs broke open and loud with loud bangs, because Harry is the breaker of motherfucking chains, okay? Um, the actual one. Okay? This way, Harry yelled. He sprinted toward the blind dragon. Hermione's like, what are you doing? And Harry's like, get up, climb up, come on. I want to point out that the movies made this Hermione's idea. Yeah. Um, which is... Okay. Kind of okay because she's smart and could would think that through, but, but also no, but like she doesn't think on her feet, so it's she, not her. Right. it's not her, her expertise. Like it's very much a Harry. Like this is dumb. And she definitely but we gonna do it. Doesn't think or like about this is flying. dangerous. Right. It's like it's um, like not her thing. Like whereas Harry is very much like this is probably not a good idea. But we gonna. But try it's the it. best idea we got, so we just gonna jump on this dragon. Whereas Hermione would be would be fro- like she's frozen right now. She doesn't yeah. know what to do. She or not frozen, like she is fighting <laughs> Wait, back. Harry jumped on the dragon and said, "Freedom!" Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you think Harry? You think Harry Tubman was was stunning goblins and Harry, and relinquishing dragons? Harry when she was Tubman. free. No, I'm saying you think... All right, Harry it, Tubman, I can't. Oh, no. Lucia did that earlier in the oh, chat, no. and it comes full circle. We Harry went full circle. at Tubman. Uh, but I'm just saying, you think Harry Tubman was stunning goblins and wizards when he was trying to bring dragons to freedom? Now you have to add the little bomb noises on the... When, in the post... In the post-edit, you know, post-production. Um... So the dragon didn't realize it was free. Uh, Harry's foot found the crook of its hind leg and he pulled himself up onto his back. The scales were hard as steel. It did not even seem to feel him. Um, Hermione and Ron climbed up behind him. And a second later, the dragon became aware that it was untethered. So now it's coming at the goblins with scissors. So that's awkward. And then Harry, Ron and Hermione flat on... Oh, sorry. Uh, With a roar, it reared. Harry dug in his knees, clutching as tightly as he could to the jagged scales as the wings opened, knocking the shrieking goblins aside like skittles. <laughs> I don't know why I never noticed that he said skittles. She skittles here. <laughs> I know. I really want to know what it says in the, um, in like different versions. Cause I don't know if skittles are global. Is it something so different? If you're reading it 
Lucia, you're reading it in a different, like, place, right? So what does it say in yours? I don't know if Skittles are in Australia. Where I definitely, like, read that they knocked the goblins aside. But, you know, when you read to yourself, you just kind of skim over. I don't think I ever saw Skittles. Like Tim Tams? Oh. Oh, as in bowling pins. See? Oh. Is that where Skittles get their name from or no? I, I don't think so. I've never heard Skittles as a bowling pin. Bowling pins are called Skittles? That. Wow. The more you know. Rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> that's She wild. said that's where the name comes from. And I'm and like, you know, are I you never sh- looked it up because I never saw that word until just now. I like, I swear candy. to God, I never, I never seen the word. No, I just said, ne- I never seen it. So I didn't even think to like be to, to think. Yeah. Like, because thought my thought, just... my first thought here was, isn't that like a trademark issue? <laughs> Right. That was my, I was like, shouldn't it be capitalized? And shouldn't it also say like TM next to the it? The first thing that Google says is confectionery. Skittles.com. Well, you know. You know? They have their SEO together. Well, obviously, but. Wow, that's wild. Even if we did look it up, you know. Yeah. We'd be going but to I the really, rainbow. I really just. For other uses. Sport. Skittles, the sport from which bowling originated. Oh, Skittles so chess, a casual Skittles game. Skittles was a sport? Yeah, a ca- and it's also chess, a casual chess game in chess jargon. So, like, huh. you you play a casual game of chess, you're playing Skittles, and those flop over the board, you know? Um, okay. Skittles was the nickname of Catherine Walters, a famous Victorian courtesan. Hello? How you doing? Thanks. I mean, that is that is great, you know? Skittles commercial was a Broadway musical, we, which I'm sure didn't do very well. Okay, let's move on. Um, so Harry, Ron, and Hermione are flat on its back, scraping, or scraping against the ceiling as it dives toward the passage opening while the pursuing goblins hurtle, hurl daggers. Wow. That glance off of its flanks. Like, Jesus. Like, the goblins need to go. I don't care. Um... <laughs> We'll never get out. It's too big, Hermione screamed. Uh, but the dragon opened its mouth and belched flame again, blasting the tunnel whose floors and ceiling cracked and crumbled. I wonder, I hope everybody in here who has nothing to do with this has insurance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> man, dragon insurance specifically. Um, I mean, you'd have to with a dragon there. Right. You'd have to. Sell. But like, yeah. Yeah. Um, so he hears... Hermione yelling Defodio, so she's helping the dragon enlarge the passageway to help them get out. They pass an underground lake, and the great crawling, snarly, uh, snarling beast seems to sense freedom and space ahead of it. And behind them, the passage was full of the dragon's thrashing spiked tail of great lumps of rock, gigantic fractured stalactites, and the clanking of the goblins seemed to be growing more muffled, while ahead the dragon's fire kept the progress clear, and then, by the combined forces of their spells and the dragon's brute strength, they had blasted their way out of the passage and into the marble hallway. Goblins and wizards shrieked and ran for cover, and finally the dragon had room to stretch its wings. Turning its horned head towards the cool outside air, it could smell beyond the entrance. It took off, and with Harry, Ron, and Hermione still clinging to its back, it forced its way through the metal doors, leaving them buckled and hanging from their hinges as it staggered into Diagon Alley and launched itself into the sky. To freedom! To freedom, indeed. Um, who... That was wonderful, first of all. Amazing. One of my favorite chapters. 
It's really great. I'm so glad because I thought I was gonna. I thought I might have to miss this chapter. I know. I because, was worried. because my brother, like, you know, had to graduate college or whatever. Like, rude. You know, but one good thing about Game of Thrones is that it moved our recordings to Mondays. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, so it worked out. Um. So I have to MVP Harry James Potter and the dragon, mm-hmm. the unnamed dragon. Mm-hmm. Um. Harry, because he was sinking quick on his feet the whole time and was, like, helping smooth over, like, when he was able to whisper in Hermione's ear, like, smooth some things over and whisper instructions, when he wasn't able to just, you know, start, started to be like, what's a forbidden curse? You know, we good out here. And just, like, without Harry thinking quickly on his feet and, like, doing those things, they would not have made it. No into the vault and then without the dragon they would not have gotten out of the vault so but even that's what that that's even that's harry and even that's harry because harry was yeah. like we're about to do and some like, reckless shit but you know we're about to get out of here style. and like i you and may not I, like us but we got, we got style got yeah and i and i agree because like even you know you know how i ride for hermione but like honestly like she was just along for the like not to say that she didn't do anything important because she did like she yeah. definitely came in where she could come in um, but a lot of like, even Harry being like, we'll figure it out when we get there, when we get to that point is very much him. And he was right, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I too made Harry Potter, King of the Wizards and the Muggles, Breaker of Chains, Savior of Dragons, the Burnt and Protector of the Realm. Wow. My MVP. Okay. Well, um, I'm going to skip straight to Maggie. Also, MVP. hold up. I called him. I just want to point out, I called him the Burnt cause like Daenerys used to talk about she the unburnt, but Harry got burnt the fuck up <laughs> in this chapter. So... <laughs> Oops. Um, so, but yeah, no, like for, you know, he, he did the damn It's thing. one of those moments where like, so the planning is usually like Hermione is very good on the planning end and then he's very good on the improv- improvisational end. Um, and I think he made up for the fact that he kind of messed up the plan at the ministry um, in this case, because in this case, it wasn't like anyone messed up the plan. They just didn't have all the information and didn't think through all the things. And so, but that was fine. I mean, it wasn't fine, but it worked out for the most part, because Harry was able to think on his feet and, yeah. you know, we'll get in, get out, like save a dragon on the way. So shout out to, what did you say? Harry at, <laughs> Harry at feels really wrong, Potter. but it's, it's okay. It's um, okay, it's okay. I'm going to skip straight to Maggie because to go off of your MVP, Maggie MVP's Harry Potter of House Peveril, first of his name, the chosen one, protector of one seventh of Lord Voldemort's soul. <laughs> The burnt by a cursed horcrux, true breaker of chains and freer of dragons. Period. Y'all were on the same wavelength there, so I just had to do that. <laughs> um, they MVPs Hermione for doing the damn thing, using the wand that tortured her, transfiguring Ron successfully, tricking Death Eaters and the Shade. She also knows how to get the walls to make, um, how to get the walls to make room for them. Like every time Hermione paid attention in class and Harry and Ron played hangman comes in handy in this crucial moment. She also used Arresto Momentum Maxima. So like. Maxima. Maxima. Um, Jazzy MVP's Hermione. She's a bad bitch as usual. She was able to become the person she hates for the greater good. And the acting this woman does phenomenal. She never fails to get the job done. Um, And then we have. Lucia MVPing the dragon, destroying the cage, which had imprisoned them for Lord knows how long. Freedom. 
Marquita MVPs Hermione motherfucking Granger for being Hermione motherfucking Granger all the time. She may not improvise well, but when she knows what to do, she knows. Um, yeah. Did you get Bianca's? Nope. She just said Hermione, of Hermione, course. Hermione, of course. Bianca, Hermione. Which in my head I just read as Hagrid. Hermione. And Hermione, of course. course. <laughs> um, Tiana MVPs Harry for leading the trio through the process of getting another Horcrux. Mm-hmm. And um, Amani came in here, MVP'd Harriet the Dragon to freedom. <laughs> Period. Y'all are a lot, but I love you anyway. <laughs> Bitch. Tom. <laughs> Thomasy. Um, Thomasy. <laughs> I, I love it. <laughs> I can't call him Thomas. It's my dad's name. I you know. Can't call him Tommy. I know. That's my I dad's like Tom- name. I like, I so. like Timothy. <laughs> um, any reasons or just Tom? I mean, he's the reason for the season. He should just chase a bag. Like I just, you know, this is the thought I had um, when I was watching Avengers Endgame. There's a moment. I'm not gonna go all the way into it, just in case. You know, I mean, it's been some time, but just in case. Um, there's a moment where Thanos is talking and I'm just like, you really could have just lived your life. Like you really did not have to worry about what everybody else in the universe was up to. Like right. really, you could have chased him. He back. was inevitable. And I just feel like. I remember you saying I, that in the theater too. You were like, I was bro, just like, bro, like you, like, please, like at this point, like, you know, like you're sitting up there and you're like, wow, Thanos really the big bad. And then there's just a moment where I'm like, you really don't have to be doing this shit. You could just go retire on your, like, you don't have to involve everybody else. Right. The garden was there. Like, I think the problem is, is that Thanos is actually, oh shit, I got it. Boom. So, Thanos had well, bought a piece wait, of wait, property. Wait, wait, wait. This is real quick. Okay. He bought his piece of property in the garden, and then someone else came and bought another piece of property and built up and, and got rid of his view. And he was like, but that's my view. You can't build <laughs> up. That's my view. Yeah. And then he was like, nah, half the world got to go. Gotta go. Half the universe. Well, like, I'm saying that to say that Tom is on on the same shit where I'm just like, you could really live, like, a pretty long, healthy life. And instead. Instead. You're here. And I just would rather that you not be. Like, just mind your business is all I'm saying. That's valid. Um, Who did you bench? I gotta bench Travers because why are you in my business looking over the shoulder at the ATM? Like and, just, sh- and <laughs> serving up a hot, fresh, you know, pot of bigotry. Right. On just top like of all that. gross, like racist, xenophobic, all this shit. Mm-hmm. Calling human beings it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, when you're like in the elevator with that like coworker and like you're friendly enough, but then they start telling you all about their life and they trials yeah. and tribulate, and you're just like, bruh. Could we not? I just want to get upstairs, get my coffee, go to the bathroom. Just because we happen to be on the elevator at the same time don't mean I need to know all these things about you. And Mm -hmm. you don't need to know all these things about me. We're not friends. So, Travis. Yeah, he really was acting mad familiar. Mad familiar. And then was like, (laughs) Like, you know Belichick really don't even mess with you like that. Like, calm down. I'm at the bank, dude. (laughs) Can I just get my shit? Why are you... I'm hard, I'm talking to someone else. That's so funny. So funny. Ugh. Yeah. 
Um, so they benches grip hook, like for real, you want the sword. Okay. But you're just going to let three people who are not a part of the theft or of this race war die by burning and suffocation. Cause you want the sword and Harry saved Osari ass, which is true. Mm-hmm. Um, Jazzy benches society for making non wand carriers think they're less important than other magical people. Mm-hmm. Um, Maggie benches those at Gringotts who held that dragon in captivity and abuse. Period. Period. On period. <laughs> uh, Lucia benches Griphook for acting in bad faith. The trio didn't release the full contract, but they fully intended to return the sword. Griphook didn't even tell them about the waterfall. Amani benches Griphook for being a snitch who turned on the gang and the goblins responsible for dragon enslavement in general. Mm-hmm. Also, FYI, or this is just a side tangent. I was taking uh, Luna for a walk and this guy on a skateboard was blasting paramedic on speakers. And usually I'm like, dude, use your headphones. But I was like, hey, turn on the gang. That is something that I can do. do. Exactly. Rip every beat I get on. I was made to. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. Um, Bianca benches grip hook for the ulterior motives and ditching the crew. Tiana benches grip hook for being a double crossing prat. And Jazzy lets you know, I ain't mad at Grip Hook. If I was hoodwinked by wizards all the time, I'd eventually start to lie and trick them too. Um, sure. And then Zay goes, but murder though? And Marquita says, is Marquita benches the goblins for imprisoning a poor dragon. And then <laughs> they just started making up Tom. Tom Tofer. Tom Alexander. Tom Jamin. <laughs> Thompson, Tomuel, Tomley, Tombert, Tomian, Tomtrius. Tomtrius is Demetrius. Demetrius. <laughs> and with that, I say, good night, chat. Go to bed. You're drunk. Yes, it, that's a wonderful place to end it. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Next week, we will be discussing chapter 27 of Harry Potter and the Deathly Hollows, the final resting place. Make sure to follow along and let us know who you think is the real MVP and who is benched for the chapter. Join the conversation on Twitter at WeBlackAndNerds, hashtag WizardTeam. Um, take our survey. Celebrate four years of Black Girls Create with us. Don't and... look over the shoulders of people at the ATM. Yeah, mind your, mind business your business and live in two... A ripe old age and don't make horcruxes, you know. Boom. Just like the the regular. Just live the your regular life. Regular things, you know. Just the usual. The usual. Usual reminders. And we will see you next week. All right. Bye, y'all.